Hello, and welcome to Win Stupid Prizes, the show where we ask the questions that nobody thought were worth asking. I'm Eddie, and I'm joined today by the other three members of the Fantastic Four, and they are Alex. Rock on. AJ. Call me the human head torch. And our judge this week is Jamie. Hello, I'd like to be invisible. Ah, I guess that makes me the stretchy one. <laughs> and that makes you my hubby. Hey, all right, wifey. What <laughs> question have you got for us today? Oh, today I come to you on a matter of utmost importance. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine and I, we have regular catch-ups across this difficult time in the world. And they came to me with a question, mm-hmm. which is, which movie would be most improved by adding the one F-bomb that PG-13 allows for? Oh, I see. <laughs> now, they had a really good answer. Oh. And I just blanked. And I've been trying to come up with a retort and a really cool answer that I can give back to them uh, for like a year now. <laughs> and I really need help. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> I really hope that they've been asking you like every week. Mm. Like, hey, you, you got an answer for that F-bomb question yet? Yeah, let's still think about it. <laughs> Of course. Leave on red every time. <laughs> so I need the best response I can come up with. And I've got you guys to help me brainstorm it. Wow, you haven't thought up anything in a year. We're going to help you in the next hour. I'm not the best at cussing. <laughs> not going to lie. It's an acquired skill. Welcome to win f***ing stupid prizes. <laughs> oh. Stupid f***ing prizes, surely. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know what you're getting into right from the start. It's in the title now. <laughs> yeah, WSFP now. Somehow works less. Sounds like an American radio show. Welcome. Welcome to WSFP. I can't remember what I was going to say, but I'm the radio voice now. Nice radio voice. Yeah, you're listening to 109.2 WSFP FM. Wait, what? That's too many letters. That was good, though. Are both Fs a cast there? Um, great question. May I instead move on? Yeah, go on. My very initial reaction to this is, what is one of the most quotable characters of our modern time? It is, of course, Thanos. And what Thanos quotes can we fit an F-bomb into? Because there is swearing in the Marvel films. So I don't think giving it to like Iron Man or even Captain America has quite the same impact as fine, I'll do it my f***ing self. (laughs) (laughs) You're reserving it for a post-credit scene. That's the even better bit about it. Yeah, that's nice. Like they've got the PG-13 rating and they don't use the F-bomb throughout the entire film. And then right at the end, (laughs) after most people have gone home, but the diehard fans are still there, (laughs) you just get the CG version of Thanos that didn't look very good. <laughs> Just going, fine, I'll do it my f***ing self. <laughs> that means you can, if it's not received well, you can cut it out easily yeah. and get the rating back now. That's, there you go, Disney, if you need any uh, plans for Phase 5, yeah. bring Thanos back. <laughs> Let him swear. I mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's closest thing to an F-bomb is in a post credit scene. Is it? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is uh, Nick Fury. It gets cut off when Nick Fury is saying it, he's getting dusted, uh, yada yeah. yada. Oh, yeah. mother... F- yeah. And then his mouth goes on the yeah. F. So it didn't count. <laughs> yeah. I think another funny way to use it would be, rather than fitting it into a sentence, just have it by itself. I like that. Because I think Thanos also works for this, when at the end of Endgame... Big struggle for the gauntlet. Spoilers for Endgame. Spoilers for Endgame. No, spoilers for Endgame after the Endgame spoilers, please. Not before. (laughs) Um, There's the big struggle for the gauntlet. Thanos ends up getting his hand on the gauntlet after pushing Iron Man off. And he's like, I am inevitable. And the big metal click as he realises there's no stone in it, turns the gauntlet over, stares over to Iron Man and just goes, (laughs) (laughs) Is that or a few seconds later after the I am Iron Man line? 
we do the same thing with Nick Fury. Just as Thanos is dusting away, he just goes, fuck. Yeah, there we go. Solved it. We can have multiple and only get a PG-13. Genius. I really like having just fuck by itself in a film. The scene that I think we should put the solitary fuck into is the bit in Pride and Prejudice where Darcy has just come out of the lake. Oh. You know, the wet shirt scene, so he comes out. Is this Colin Firth? <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> so we've got Colin Firth, Darcy. Of course. Going for a nice dip. Yeah, yeah. He's getting out of the lake, he's a soggy boy. Yeah, all of that wet dog look that is apparently very appealing. Wait, <laughs> so your heroine is just having a chill stroll in the grounds, being like, wow, what a nice house. If only I could get married to the person who lives here. Spoilers for Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you've had a, quite a long time to... Yeah, if you're not up to date, with that yeah if you've missed that novel let's put it this way if you listen to this podcast Pride and Prejudice is probably not for you <laughs> gonna be honest no Pride and Prejudice is for everyone uh, I watched it this year and I quite enjoyed it I was pleasantly surprised I had to study it for GCSE it was dull as hell as a 16 year old uh, <laughs> oh I don't want to read it but you didn't get Colin Firth in a wet t-shirt did you I watched that version of it and I was so sick of it by then oh I'm so <laughs> sorry well I think you'd have liked it better if Darcy and Elizabeth <laughs> had run into each other in the garden he's soaking wet and she's just like f**k <laughs> <laughs> does she even have any dialogue on that point does she just like stare him down for a few seconds there's definitely something said they stick to the proper response they always have witty banter yeah I'm not even sure if it's witty there I think it's like really formal no mostly it's just super awkward it's like the anime bit where you're like blushing and going oh no oh no <laughs> Having forgotten a lot of what I know about Pride and Prejudice, the only other place that I can think that you might want to fit your F-bomb in is right at the start. Uh I think this might be a book-only line, so sorry for breaking the rules slightly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But you go down the, it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be one of a f***ing wife. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fair. I think, is it open with that? Is like narration? Yeah. It's the opening line of the book. I know that. Mm. Like I said, I've, I've seen one variant of it it's the BBC TV movie. I haven't read the book. I wouldn't want to read the book. Yeah, quite dull. It's in the first conversation in that BBC adaptation. We've got to throw those kind of movies a bone, and it's a decent place to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Just open up top with an F-bomb. Yeah. Set people's expectations so wrong. <laughs> Wait, I wonder what the rating on Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is. How to make it appeal more to kids. I think adding zombies <laughs> would make it appeal more to kids. It's a book and a movie, but I don't know if when adding zombies they also added the swears. I personally prefer fuck to zombies, you know, by quite some margin, but your mileage may vary. But you've got the zombie thing figured out now, right? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we dealt with the zombies. I don't think Pride and Prejudice would have won that episode either. <laughs> Definitely not. My team is the cast of Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I choose the Bennett sisters. Yeah. Oh no. Whoever brought that answer, you messed up. <laughs> so I think we're on the, an interesting track with this. But could I throw a curveball here? Sure. Okay, I like curveballs. So, have any of you seen the famous Charlie Chaplin film, Modern Times? Uh, I've seen one scene. So, I think in that one scene you're thinking of, where he gets swallowed in into the machine. How did you know? So, he basically gets swallowed into the cogs of a machine and, like, attempts to fix them. And it might be a metaphor for capitalism or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. Ah. <laughs> no one could say. But I think that in that, he should just say fuck. 
because you know let charlie chaplin say fuck let charlie chaplin say fuck <laughs> uh, isn't that movie uh, silent absolutely yeah <laughs> ideal <laughs> so you just have a big title card you get the plinky piano going on as he's like in lodged in a machine or whatever <laughs> title card comes up yeah. Oh, I was going to say, how does a piano say fuck? <laughs> this is a filigree death bomb. She's got like all the like nice patterns around the side of the card. Oh, that's classy. Yeah. A piano says fuck if we invent some extra notes. we got to go all the way to you. <laughs> oh, no. That's a big chord. Out of the like, uh, I haven't seen that many Charlie Chaplin. Charlie the Chaplin? Charlie, Charlie the, Chaplin. the Chaplin. But out of the little bits and bobs I have seen, that might be the best one. Because like, the dictator quite has one. speech in it and is, is sort of serious in a way where I don't want to ruin that speech in a way. Whereas this metaphor for whatever it might be a metaphor for with the cogs and the person being chewed up through the machine but then coming back out, like, seems perfect. Yeah. I actually disagree. I think that a good serious fuck is maybe the way to go. (laughs) I mean, we're all down for a good serious fuck. (laughs) Wow. Right. So I was thinking, what's more serious than Macbeth? Is this a f*** I see before me? You're right. You're bang on. That is what I want. <laughs> Absolutely pickpocketed. Yeah. Sorry, we're replacing the word knife or are we putting it in front of the word knife? Oh. You could do both. You could. Or is it dagger? Crap. It is dagger. Dagger. Damn it. Is this a f- I think is more to the point. How do you show that on when the dagger's there? <laughs> How do you replace the dagger? Um, How do you replace a dagger with a fuck? A dildo. A pixelated dildos. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't replace it with anything. You just pixelate that part of the screen. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, we go. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> so there's a couple of other things you could do in Macbeth. Likewise with Lady Macbeth, you've got the outdown spot scene. Yes. Here's a f***ing spot. <laughs> you've also got the prophecy component where Macbeth's saying he can't be killed by a man, woman born or something. Yeah. Just slightly out there. But I think... I think this would also work well in the Lord of the Rings, where it's like, fool, no man can kill me. I am no f***ing man. That's very good. There are three Lord of the Rings movies. You get three. You do. You get three. Yeah. I personally really want power, you f***ing fools. <laughs> power, not fly, you f- Fly, you fucks. Fly, you fucks. <laughs> He's clinging onto the edge of the cliff. About to die. Fly, you fucks. <laughs> oh. You might always hear that one. I mean, that sentence is mostly Fs anyway, so we're doing okay. Yeah. It's perfect. You don't even have to re-record it. You can just dub it over. Yeah, I've just done it. Well, when, when you get Gandalf to say friend, you just put the elvish word. For fuck. You just, you just drop it up and swear in. I don't think other ridiculous places to have it in. Like, I kind of want it just when Sam's beating the shit out of Gollum at some point, just to be like, you f***. beating him up. Just because, like, Sam's got to get it out of him. Absolutely. No one has earned it like Sam. But I think it would be funnier to give it to, like, the Ents or the Tree Folk. Oh, give it to Treebeard. And just, it takes half an hour. Yeah. (laughs) He'd be like, that doesn't make sense. But then you are very f***ing small. (laughs) (laughs) But you have just added ten minutes to the movie Mm. because of two syllables. Sometimes you got to do that for comedy. There are a lot of (laughs) characters in The Lord of the Rings who you want to give it to because either... It's a big change, 
or they have something that they really need to like let out. Mm. Sam's a good one. Gollum in some of the back and forth between Gollum and Gollum. But do you give it to the nice Gollum or the bad Gollum? It's Gollum and Smeagol, right? Maybe. I think he refers to himself as Gollum or Smeagol as relevant. I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I am the one who knows the least about Lord of the Rings here. So why am I correcting you? <laughs> that might be a movie specific thing. I can't remember. It's been a long time. It was also like how it was shot, but it was basically of the plural construct of Gollum and Smeagol being yes. two distinct characters Mm. yeah it did back and forth camera shots as if they were two characters yes there's the talking about taters you can drop it in there (laughs) uh you've got fool of a took we can drop it in there fool of a (laughs) Uh, i was thinking paul tay fucking tools (laughs) (laughs) like gandalf's been around for so long he's gotta let it out so much stress it's true or you just give it uh the famous scene where aragorn uh viggo mortensen that's his name right yep he kicks the helmet and breaks his toe (laughs) it's generic to give it as a yell but yeah he kicks the thing and what if he just went <laughs> Presumably, he did like right after doing the yell. The rest of the footage is him swearing like mad. I think it is because it just plays music over the top of that, right? But he is clearly yelling, and he's probably just yelling far because he's broken his toe. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, so obviously we said we got three of them, so you can be a bit more liberal with them. Yeah, I have no idea which movie we've picked over. Third movie. They've just done the ring thing, and the Eye of Sauron and the Tower are collapsing, and you just have Sauron or the Eye, I guess. That's what you drop it there as the tower collapses. Yeah. Oh, no, I've just been reminded that we have six movies to work with, but I want to forget the other three. Mm. I was trying to think if there was a place to, like, fit them in in a funny way. And I think the only way that you could is by adding another line in. Because you know the, the riddles in The Hobbit? Mm. Those riddles are bullshit. None yeah. of them have clear answers. They are all completely arbitrary. What's in my f***ing pockets? <laughs> and so at some point, you just get Bilbo going, don't be f***ing stupid. That's not a riddle. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Gollum's the one who complains about something not being a riddle, right? Oh, uh, what have I got in my pocket? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Also, Gollum says silly hobbits is a lot. So like silly f***ing hobbits is. Mm. Yeah, that fits. Stupid fat hobbits can take it. So Gollum says string or nothing. I think string or f- nothing just that really (gasps) emphasizes that line yeah i'm sorry that i brought up the hobbit movies uh let's move on (laughs) (laughs) all back if you have better lord of the rings one sure i'm gonna move on and back at the same time because speaking of just a yell one that came to me during that discussion was braveheart okay i've only ever seen scenes from it the most famous scene in braveheart Braveheart is dying, oh, and no. he yells freedom through his pierced lungs. Yeah. What if instead he yelled, F***! <laughs> I mean, it does hurt. <laughs> it's just like this powerful rallying cry, and instead he just uses dying breath just to swear. Nothing he rallies else. the Scots, they beat back the English under the rallying cry. <laughs> the rallying cry of fuck. Embroider on all of their banners. <laughs> I really should watch that movie at some point. I've heard it's good. As a part Scott who actually likes that part of my heritage. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we move from one epic to another? Because I think there's probably a lot of potential in the Star Wars trilogy, sextilogy. G nine trilogy continuum eleven of them if you can Star Wars oh oh they're Star Wars stories obviously they don't count yeah you get eleven f bombs <laughs> yeah let's not think about that too much let's just think of Star Wars as a whole where would be funny places to fit an f bomb into them or who would it be good to give one to well, it'd be too obvious to give it to Han Solo surely ah. oh yeah he says it off screen all the time <laughs> yeah most of his lines had to get cut because he was swearing yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it's a shame because I really like giving it to him. I really want the being frozen in carbonite scene to be like, I love you. I f. <laughs> that was me expecting, like, I f. No. Like, just how you do it just changes the tone so much. That's got real uh, Bender from Futurama vibes of just being like, I love you. Shut up, baby. I know it. (laughs) Or the other way around of him, instead of being like this dastardly scoundrel that's like, I know. It's just like, I know. It's just like, I am completely not interested in you at all. I f***. No. Oh, brutal. <laughs> like, I'm being frozen. I'm probably never going to live another day forever. Like, this is not the time. Yeah, this information is no good to me. Could you have not, like, told me a few weeks back so I could have got something from that revelation, please? <laughs> so if you don't want to give it to Han Solo, who do you think should get to say it? I, I think... One of the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to R2. He swears all the time anyway. Just let him have one of them slip through the sensor bar. <laughs> you caption it. <laughs> Or, no, you know, you caption it, you just have C3PO turn to him and go, language. <laughs> C3PO turns to Artu at some point, just don't be fing silly, Artu. Yeah, C3PO can say fucking 36,000 languages. There's a, like a million of those that you could probably fit it into. Yeah, there's so many of them. But no, I think the best line to fit it into Star Wars is again replacing a couple of words. Uh, you give it to old Obi-Wan Kenobi in Ooh. If you strike me down now, I shall fk more than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> The afterlife oh, is no. looking good for Ben. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know what to do with this information. Do I kill yeah. him? I don't understand. I'm just so grossed out by this. Like, I guess we were friends, so maybe this is a good idea. Maybe I want this for him. You were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> I have the high ground. It fits in that scene somewhere. I don't know where. I think it fits in the last scene of that where Darth Vader does the big no. Oh. That could just be replaced with a big fuck. <laughs> well, you're wording is specific, but yes. Every movie needs a big climactic fuck. If you are the producers of the Game of Thrones TV show, it cannot. But everyone else. <laughs> they were working on a Star Wars project, weren't they? That got cancelled? I think so. Oh, wow, that's news to me. Presumably, you just had too many swear words in. Mm. Yeah, I can't see their style necessarily going with Star Wars, but maybe it was darker. I don't know. But yeah, there's so many different characters it'd be good for across the series. Yeah, obviously we've got to give it to Jar Jar Binks at some point. I don't know when. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks can get it. Just piss everyone off by giving it to Jar Jar. They get one fuck and they wasted it on Jar Jar. God damn it. They wasted it on Jar Jar. He just says it like when he gets his hand stuck in the pod racer. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little whoop fuck. That's not even like a big deal. It's his tongue that goes numb because he touched the pod racer electricity. Yeah. And that means he gets to say it with oh. his tongue numb so it doesn't even come out properly. Yeah. Ah, that. <laughs> they can get away with another one later on. Nice. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's how that works. Words of wisdom from Qui-Gon Jinn there's always a bigger fuck. Mm. <laughs> or is that one better if you don't replace it and it's just there's always a bigger fucking fish? Which way round is better? I don't know. I think both could work. Yeah. We'll workshop both of them. Yes. What if later in that movie you get to the climactic fight, Jewel of the Fates starts swelling, they see Darth Maul, they're confronting him, they got their lightsabers out, Darth Maul lifts up his lightsaber. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> First beam of light comes out, everyone's like, okay, cool, here comes the good fight. Mm. Second beam of light comes out, <laughs> Gonna <laughs> from Obi Wan or something. Yeah. Or quite gone. Yeah. He's gonna. Oh, f- or the second beam doesn't come out and he's like, he, he like starts mashing the button. <laughs> Shaking it around. As he gives it a whack. Yeah, okay. No, I like it. A percussive maintenance. Lightsabers are constructed by the Jedi or Seth. So. 
there's got to be some that just break, and they are dangerous objects to have breaking. Yeah. It just breaks, and like this beam comes out at like 90 degrees, <laughs> straight into your thumb. Oh, no. Lightsaber <laughs> accidents. Oh, no. No, that is not a good place to put a lightsaber. If that's what you're implying, no, it is not. <laughs> it doesn't have a flared face. <laughs> oh, no. Kylo Ren's one does. I'm sure some of them do. Kylo Ren's lightsaber has a flared face. Oh, that's not a nice image. <laughs> I didn't need that in my head today. I have ruined this episode. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the dog barking outside my window. He really wants to be in this episode, but I will not let him. You know what? Let's plug our latest addition to Twitch this time. We've started streaming every other Wednesday in a series I am going to spontaneously dub Wacky Wednesdays. I hope the rest of the team likes it because it's official now. We're currently playing Night in the Woods, a charming game about growing up that we're absolutely undermining by doing silly voices for all of the characters. At time of release, we'll be streaming on the upcoming Wednesday, 8pm BST on twitch.tv slash hexagorgonlive or hexagorgon.stream because that's a bit easier to remember. We're doing it fortnightly due to scheduling conflicts on the other Wednesdays, but as always, you can follow us on Twitch or social media to get notified when we go live. And now that you know, let's get on with the f***ing show. We canonically know that at least two Jedi fuck. Yeah, because two Jedi, at least two Jedi, have children. I actually don't know which ones do, but I was talking about Obi-Wan and Satine and... Is it Kyo Mundi? Kyo Mundi obviously fucks, but that's just... You're just looking at the dude. <laughs> yeah. Kia Adamundi. He has an entire harem of wives. Oh, wow. Yeah, because males are endangered in his species or something, so huh. they, they need everyone. Damn. Ah, Star Wars. Stay classy. <laughs> like, he's on the council, and he's allowed to get away with all this because he's trying to rebuild his race. Ah, oh, that's why he's always a hologram when he's turning up and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because he's off back home propagating. Uh... The gene pool. I don't know. Oh, let's, let's, let's. What a lucky guy. Let's, let's, let's. Yeah. <laughs> You're on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. F you. <laughs> Who's saying the fuck you? Anakin. Or is it? Um, <laughs> or Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Thank you. I was going to call him Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> we don't grant you the rank of master. F*** you. <laughs> As he gets blasted out the window to his death, give Samuel L. Jackson the air bomb he wants in all of the movies. And just as he falls out of the window and away, he can drop one. Yeah. Well, the few movies he doesn't get enough. Even Marvel gave him an implied F1. Like a jokey one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other ways you could try and like change the tone. And I think... These aren't the f***ing droids you're looking for. He's probably one of them. <laughs> Old Ben Kenobi is old and he has seen enough of this shit. These aren't the droids you're f***ing for. <laughs> a weapon from a more... Oh, jeez. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> I've never seen such a wretched hive of scum and f***ery. <laughs> yeah. So the Obi-Wan show isn't out whilst we're recording this, or I think the first episode is. We haven't seen it yet. But the first one came out three days ago or something? But yeah. Ben's had enough does sound like that could be the tagline of that series. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of taglines, one of the ideas I had that I wasn't sure I was going to bring up because it's a tagline mm. is um, "Mamma Mia 2, Here We Fucking Go Again." <laughs> yeah. I think the first one wasn't like some people loved it, but it wasn't super well received in general. Oh, my mum loved the first one. <laughs> what about unreleased films? Because you say "Here We Fucking Go," and as we know, "Here We Go" is a thing that Mario says, and so in the Mario movie, he picks up a star. Here we go. <laughs> Terrible idea, oh. but great voice. I mean, they've got Chris Pratt to say it. He is so cool. <laughs> so I want to go very briefly back to Star Wars, just to say, I am the f***ing Senate. Yes. Yeah. It just doubles down on that line. It doesn't, like, add anything. You, you get that at the end of Nine as well. Like, I am all the Sith and I'm all the f***ing 
fucking Jedi. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of happy and proud of you lot because no one brought up the I am your father scene, the most quoted scene in Star Wars. What, you're just going to shout fuck instead of no? Yeah, right? Or like the I hate sand scene. <laughs> oh, that would have been good though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think both of them would be good, but it's just an additional fuck. Yes, yeah. but you've got, like I said, 11 to work with. I killed every fucking one of them though. Ooh. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> mastery of her line. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Really brings out Anakin's emotional inner state. <laughs> Yeah. Giving Anakin a fuck actually might have helped him. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> always the one. <laughs> the existence of Luke and Leia means he got at least one. I mean, he's had many fucks. Well, mm, up for debate. <laughs> he is Star Wars primo fuckboy. I guess so. I'd like to move away from Star Wars to something much sillier. Yeah, okay. And again, trying to get a tone shift in. Because I think it would completely change the tone of would you do it for a f***ing Scooby snack? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of the Scooby-Doo movies. Because it takes it from, ah, oh, Scooby being a coward again, to would you do it for a f***ing Scooby snack, you useless shit of a dog? <laughs> we just had enough of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so exasperated. It's for the gritty reboot. <laughs> who are you giving it to? Uh, um, who needs it the most? I think Velma needs it the most. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel that. You pick the best character. I mean, like, I think Fred's got enough going on and, like, has ways of getting his frustration. He's the one that punches things if anyone punches things, right? <laughs> I don't know if you know the meme. The meme? So there's a meme that someone Googles, like, Scooby says yoinks, Valma says jinkies. What does Fred say? And Google replies, Fred says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fred. I'm not aware of that. That's so good. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh. I don't think I have anywhere else to put it in Scooby-Doo. I just wanted to chuck that in as I... It completely shifts the, yeah. like, dynamic with Scooby-Doo. <laughs> How about right at the top? Scooby-Doo, where the f*** are you? <laughs> you can put it in the theme song, yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where the f*** are you? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> oh, but then the repeat bits of that where they say it again later in the theme song. They have to not put the F-bomb in to keep it at the right rating. They only get one, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I mean, they could just swap it out with other words like, where the flip are you? Where the hell are you? Where the fudge are you? On that note, there is a famous sci-fi series that has an F-bomb of its own. Yes. Uh... I think you're talking about Gaia's fracking Baltar. Yeah. In Battlestar fracking Galactica. Okay. And you really confuse people if you get one F-bomb in that. Oh, they specifically say frack whenever fuck would be used. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So no one in setting would understand what anyone was saying because it's like, it's normally frack. Oh. That could be particularly funny at the emotional climax of one of those. It is a show rather than a movie, unfortunately. It is, but there were some made-for-TV films of BSG, so that kind of counts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all blurred, right? You've given me a very funny idea, though. So far, we've been looking at films that don't have swear words or have very few swear words. Mm -hmm. What if we just doubled down and gave it to Pulp Fiction? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going? On? Where, where are we putting it in Pulp Fiction? Um, just give it to Samuel L. Jackson again. <laughs> just preface one F with another one. English motherfucker, do you speak? <laughs> Take the sentence from 40% F-bombs to 60% F Ain't no country I've ever heard of. <laughs> We're going to take it from my human 18 down to a PG-13 by giving it its one F-bomb. <laughs> That's how that works, right? It is indeed an 18, and I don't think anyone is questioning that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't have, like, any additional bits to that. I just think it's very funny to, like, crowbar in an extra swear word for no reason. <laughs> yeah. We could add two fucks with the Pirates of the Caribbean to make it rated R. <laughs> <laughs> you get three movies. You get three of them. Well, was six then. Two per movie. Go and get them all rated R. <laughs> just any time that Jack Sparrow is talking. I think it's too obvious to give it to Jack Sparrow almost. Yeah, it's too much on him. I wanted to give it to, like... You give it to Davy Jones in... Is it two? The one with Davy Jones in? Yeah. Yeah. I always think it's three and it's not. <laughs> David Jones is the main antagonist of two and three, I think. Because it's a trilogy. He's the trilogy's antagonist. Oh, give it to Barbosa, the best character. The thing for me here is that like giving it to a character that very easily could swear mm. doesn't change the film very much. It doesn't necessarily yeah, a big improvement on the situation. That's why we're giving it to Sam and not Gimli. It's that sort of thing, right? Mm. Can we give it to Will then? Yeah, Will's the most cinnamon roll. Or even Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth definitely says it more than Will. Elizabeth definitely would say fuck. I don't know if Will would. Uh, but only like after she's got pirating a bit. Give it to her really on, early on in the film where she's still a lady. <laughs> I can see her swearing in that very first scene where the person's like corseting her up. I definitely get a laugh if I say fuck to people and they haven't heard me say that before. So I think giving it to the, the upright British lady is a good call. <laughs> I just feel like with pirates, it does kind of just suit. It really does suit pirates. And you could just have pirates at a different rating and it'd be fine. I know it's a, it's a Disney property, right? It is a Disney property because it was based on the theme park ride. Oh, Ooh. good point. I always forget it's based on a theme park ride. Jeez. Is it the only movie that's been based on a theme park ride? No, they made Jungle Cruise. Yeah, they made one more. It's definitely the first movie that was made based on a theme park ride. Yes. It's a Disney property, you say. Hmm. I've got a less appropriate Disney film to put it into. Love it. There are so many good Disney films to put it into. Please go. <laughs> there are. I'm expecting like half of this to be Disney movies. <laughs> I was thinking a good piece of advice to give through the medium of Disney would be, Ariel, listen to me. Ooh. The human world is a f***ing mess. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just true. Gotta get the message out there when they're young. Can you fit it into Under the Sea to make it musical though? Like, <laughs> up on land they f***ing slave away. Or however that bit goes, yeah. Up on the land they f*** all day. Wait, hang on. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you flip it. Then you do the Under the Sea. Down where it's wetter. Ooh, take it from me. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. We've changed the tone too much. F***ing the sea. I know that there are plenty of kids' films that try and slip adult jokes in there, but we've really hit this one on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Full on punched it in the face. <laughs> All right, what other good Disney ones are there? So I had a good one for Toy Story. Oh yeah. But then I realised that I was actually quoting Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Toy Story is still a good one, though. I've got a good one for Toy Story. Go on. You are a f***ing toy. Roasted. <laughs> Just really drive it home. Shatter his entire... It super doubles down on it, but, like, it gives Woody that emphasis he needs in that moment. <laughs> yes. Just give it to Bo Peep. I can't remember any of her lines, but like, I'm just trying to go for the most unlikely. Actually, no, Bo Peep says it off screen, doesn't she? Give it to like Rex or something. Yeah, Rex was going to be my next one. The dinnering dinosaur, the nervous lad. Oh, yeah. oh f***. It just says at some point. <laughs> Wait, you give it to the Etch-A-Sketch and it draws it. There we go. Oh, that's, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, man. Yeah, is there a difference in ratings between displaying the word and saying it? We yeah. have to be careful, so we just give it the one. Mm. That might be the most complicated short to put together, but I want it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Kingdom Hearts quote is from Woody 
Yeah, I'm a toy and a friend. My guess is no one's ever loved you before. Oh. That's harsh. I see where this is going. Oh. Which I think either could be oh, no. no one's ever f***ed you before. Oh. Or... <laughs> yeah, oh, dear. Oh, dear. No one's ever f***ing loved you before. Oh, no. Why is Woody so mean? Oh, he becomes nice in the end, right? Spoilers. <laughs> I guess the vibe of the toys is, even though they're toys and it's a kid's movie, the toys are all, like, adults in terms of maturity. Yeah, they see themselves as adults. Yeah, even though Woody's a toy, he still has a lot of adult or mature thoughts. And I don't mean mature in the, ooh, naughty, I mean mature in the, like... <laughs> but he does. ...thought out and discuss things, but yeah. also he's kind of done with all of this. He's done with all this shit. By Toy Story 3, he's really done with all this shit. Actually, no, all the other toys are done with this shit, and Woody's just like, I still want to be loved. Oh, there's got to be a good line in Toy Story 2 to give Stinky Pete. <laughs> I'm going to need to look up some Stinky Pete quotes, though. Let Jesse say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me think of a Team Rocket. We're f***ing blasting off again. <laughs> <laughs> Why give it to Team Rocket when you could give it to Pikachu? <laughs> So you mean like Pikachu can only say fuck? No, I mean Pikachu standard Pika P, Pika 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 P the whole time. And then just at some point, Ash does something stupid and Pika just looks like, fuck's sake. And then back to Pika Pika. Wait, we can go for the sad scene at the end of Pokemon the movie when Ash has just turned to stone and everyone's crying and everyone needs to cry to be able to revive Ash. Pikachu can utter it's one fuck ever. Heartbreaking. It's, it's either sad or it's hilarious. Like I'm done with like oh, for fuck's sake. I learned recently that apparently at the end of one of the Pokemon films, Pikachu is like dying, I think, and he turns to Ash and says, I love you. Oh I don't know how to fit fuck into that sentence. <laughs> oh, that's it. Instead of I love you, he turns to Ash and his dying moments, he's just like fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I was going to say I fucking love you. All of the shorter bits where all the Pokemon talk to each other, but I think it's all captioned rather than actually voice acted. It's they're saying like Bulba Bulba, Pika Pika, yeah. but they caption it with what they're saying when they're talking to each other. Captioning Pokemon to be very sweary would be funny. Yeah, just change the captions. I've just been reminded that Stinky Pete was played by Kelsey Grammer. Pretty good. Not sorry, we moved on. What are we doing with this information? I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, I'd forgotten that and big fan. It's a good reminder. <laughs> I could tangent on this. We know the other major role that Kelsey Grammer has played, ignoring Frasier, is Sideshow Bob. And so where can we fit it into the Simpsons movie? <laughs> I've never seen the Simpsons movie. I'm almost as good a movie expert as Bear. <laughs> there are two movies you have not seen. Yeah. So I assume based on what you're saying, Sideshow Bob is in the Simpsons movie. Or are you just going for anywhere in the Simpsons? I mean, I think it would be funny to give it to somewhere in the Simpsons anyway I think there are plenty of classic episodes that would be very funny and Sideshow Bob is one of the characters that I think it would be funniest on because he's so well spoken yes he's played by Kelsey Grammer of course he's well spoken and so if at some point instead of calling someone a dithering idiot or whatever phrase he decides to use he just calls them a fuck it would be so like counter to what Sideshow Bob is about wait Maggie's first words <laughs> oh dear I was also thinking there's a court scene where he's got die bart die tattooed on his chest and he's like oh, oh yes. no it's German the, the bart the instead fuck bart fuck <laughs> It's two Fs, unfortunately. Shout out to simpsonswiki.com that do have a 
list of vulgar words by season and appearance <gasps> and ranking. Wow. Nice. Good. Yeah. The wikis of this world. There are some strange lists on wiki pages. <laughs> the most swearing in The Simpsons is Bastard, which has been heard 37 times oh, wow. in the entire run of The Simpsons. That's a lot. Yeah. Hmm. I think Bastard is one of those words that like has come in and out of fashion as a swear word or like how offensive it is seen as. It also has meaning. Yes. I don't know if it's ever used for its other meaning. Probably a couple of times. There's so many episodes of The Simpsons, it's inevitable, really. Mm. <laughs> and there is a time in Oh Brother, Wherefore Art Thou, which is in season two, where apparently Bart says, Bastard, 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 Bastard. So that's where most of them are coming from. <laughs> All right, that's like half of them already. Jeez. <laughs> Good work, Simpsons. <laughs> Thank you, Simpsons Wiki. <laughs> I'd like to interject. Please do. Mrs. Robinson, you are trying to f*** me, aren't you? <laughs> you haven't changed the meaning, you've just modernised it. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, update the movie. Quite good, though. Oh, way to exhaust my entire knowledge about that film as well. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> One of the most quotable films of all time is, of course, Mean Girls. Yes. Of course. Actually, you can't f***ing sit here. Roasted. Yeah, solid. Because they're mean all the time, but really PG-13 about their meanness. Get in the car, loser. We're going f***ing. <laughs> <laughs> Good subversion. Stop trying to make f*** happen. Oh. Or stop f***ing trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to f***ing happen. Yeah. There's a few different ways of putting it in to that bit. Yeah. Oh, that's a film I haven't seen either. Damn. You've had the quotes, or at least some of the quotes. i got friends who are uh, big fans. I too have friends. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it is the most quotable movie, maybe. Now, when you said the most quotable movie, I mean, I assumed you were going to be talking about Shrek, to be honest. Yeah, there's got to be some good opportunities. Get the f*** out of my swamp <laughs> yeah that has two places to slot it into that quote alone and we're minutes into the movie so i think donkey should say it oh wait yeah because you've got the donkey and dragon b plot yeah it can say it in a more like i'm into that like in, in, in awe you see the house fly you've seen a dragon fly but i bet you ain't never seen a donkey f- <laughs> <laughs> No. Yes, this is how mules are made, Donkey. Please shut up. Yeah, I'm a farmer, actually. <laughs> it also means you could just change the pacing slightly because he runs out of the flying juice just as he finishes that sentence. If instead you have it as he says, Donkey, the fuck is in relation to him dropping out of the sky? Okay. <laughs> That's perfect. You also have an entire character whose name is a disguised F-bomb. <laughs> yes, it is. Very disguised. Uh... Well disguised, yeah. Mm, very well disguised, yeah. <laughs> It is well disguised. I was today years old. Thank you. <laughs> you found out the Lord Farquaad. Yeah. Lord Farquaad. Well, it's not spelt rude, so... <laughs> no, weird. they got to get it through the sensor somehow. <laughs> Too clever for me. It was where captions sort of screw you over, because when it comes up in captions, it's spelt the dodging the sensor way. Yeah. And therefore you just assume. Yeah, I just never thought that. It's because AJ pronounces Farquaad Farquaad. Farquad. Naturally. Farquad. But that's yeah. Farquad just sounds like you're really like exasperating 
the fuckwad. <laughs> that of, is how I say it. It's a bit of a fuckwad. <laughs> and if as Lord Fuckwad is interrogating the gingerbread man, he's like, do you know the muffin man? The muffin man? The muffin man. Who lives down Jury Lane? Yes, I know the fucking muffin man. <laughs> Just... Yeah, that's a good scene. I like the idea of fitting it into a nursery rhyme somewhere. Oh, yeah. She's f***ing the muffin man. <laughs> do you f*** the muffin man? <laughs> Do I what? Do I want the Muffin Man? <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man in the biblical sense? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, my brain is now back in Pulp Fiction, but the person that Samuel L. Jackson is talking to in the English scene is the Gingerbread Man, and I don't know how I got there. <laughs> That's a movie mashup for you. Do you speak English? Do you know the Muffin Man? Is that yes. where you've, you've yes. just slammed them together? Oh my word. What a bizarre YouTube poop that would be. Yes. Obviously, that's what Shrek was inspired by. Yeah. <laughs> inspired by pop fiction. Yeah. Of all places. That's culture for you. Shrek has a lot of pop culture references in it. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if there's one I don't remember that is to something in like Pulp Fiction or something. Oh, probably. I'm sure there's references to like James Bond and things like that in there. It came out around the Matrix, right? And when he does the fight scene, they do bullet time in like the first fight scene. Yeah, the first fight's like 2002 or something. So yeah, what I say, like it's full of movie references. 2001. And so I wouldn't be surprised if I'm just forgetting a Pulp Fiction reference in Shrek. And the Matrix is 1999. Ah. Unfortunately, Pulp Fiction is now owned by Disney. How? Oh. No. How is it? How? How? Because <laughs> Miramax. Right. I got one question. Ah. One question. Sorry, just just to interrupt again. Sorry. One question. Oh, wait. How? Because <laughs> uh, Disney own. I was going to say your childhood, but also... Disney owned Paramount, yeah. which bought Miramax. Right. Okay, so Disney just own all movies. <laughs> it's them and Warner Brothers, yeah. Unless otherwise told, a sumo movie is owned by Disney. It seems yeah. to be the default state of things. It means that Sora can go anywhere. Sora can <laughs> go to Pulp Fiction, yes. Oh my word. He gets a gun blade. <laughs> I'm, I'm about this. I'm, I might play Kingdom Hearts 4 if that happens. <laughs> I'll report back. I'll be so lost, but then so will everyone who's played all the other Kingdom Hearts games, so it doesn't really make any difference. <laughs> the worlds we've got are the MCU, Star Wars, Pulp Fiction... <laughs> and Frozen 2. And Olympus. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we've got to have another Hercules. Do you want to build a fucking snowman? Corfana. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Saki verse that she sings from the other side of the, of the door instead of joining in with her sister. She's like, oh, do you want to build a fucking snowman? <laughs> well, no, I don't. Because I almost killed you last time. <laughs> Follow-up question, though. Which character in Pulp Fiction is the Disney princess? I don't know Uma Thurman's character's name, and I feel like I'm assuming her because she's the lady. Mina Wallace, I think? Yeah, that sounds right. So maybe we give it to John Travolta. <laughs> Actually, I think that Samuel L. Jackson's character is the closest to being the Disney princess <laughs> because he goes through a revelation and tries to, like, find a new life throughout the course of the film. Yeah, okay, yeah. As princesses are wont to do. I mean, princesses do go through some sort of journey in Disney films, typically, right? They do, yeah. When Super Prizes episode 28, which character <laughs> in a non-Disney movie is a Disney princess? In anticipation of everything being owned by Disney, you have to nominate one princess. Yes, everyone <laughs> has to have a princess. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to stick with my Samuel L. Jackson answer there. I think the more I think about it, the more accurate it is to the plot of the film. Wait, why is Megara the Disney princess in that movie, which she has been grouped with, when Hercules is the child of effective royalty? Herc's the Disney princess in Hercules. Well, he's the hero, right? Hif the deep cuts. He's also the Disney princess. You can have a heroic Disney princess. You can, absolutely, yeah. There are several. Yeah, like Brave. Mulan. 
Sorry, off topic, but Herc's the Disney princess in, in Hercules. Yeah. If Samuel L. Jackson can be a Disney princess, so can Hercules. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we might just be discussing next month's Win Stupid Prizes at this rate. We might be. I mean, this might be a seed for a future Win Stupid Prizes episode. Yeah. Find out in however many months that episode comes out in. <laughs> Disney will have bought every single film property by then, so we'll have more to work with. It's inevitable. <laughs> That's what I am inevitable means. It means that the Disney oh, company will inevitably mm. buy everything. Thanos will inevitably become a Disney prince. <laughs> and he's going to replace Mickey Mouse. That's really why he wanted the Infinity Stones. He wasn't trying to destroy the universe. He just wanted to be a Disney princess. No, that's why they're adding the multiverse in with the current phase. Is So one of the other universes can be the Frozen universe and one of them can be... Wait, we're aiming not for Marvel to show up in Kingdom Hearts, oh but for Kingdom word. Hearts <laughs> to show up in Marvel. Oh no. I think you found Disney's endgame. This would break my mind. I would just be insufferable for oh years. Doctor Strange is like, oh no, they're coming through from the other universes and it's Mickey Mouse and Sora. Oh, wow. <laughs> the whole multiverse thing does sometimes alienate people and I get that but if they're trying to pull some wacky bullshit like that, that is a bold move in cinema and I'm here for it. I'm waiting for Deadpool to come through because someone suggested the line when he finds one of the characters that's in the Deadpool movies and also in the Marvel movies and they don't remember him. The line oh, the fucking mouse got you too, will be, uh, like, I'm not saying it as an F-bomb drop, I'm saying it, like, Deadpool, if he does get into it, be the one person who's aware of the merger between Fox and Disney. Yes, absolutely, yeah, that's his superpower. Yeah. Giving Deadpool an F-bomb doesn't make any sense. I mean, he has so many, so... <laughs> if you did give an F-bomb to Deadpool, though, it would have to be in a, like, fourth wall-breaking way. It would just need to, like, be dropped in randomly and be like, that's our one F-bomb, stares at Cam camera yeah sort of thing i guess or would they keep the r rating that deadpool already has and just let him swear i mean yeah if we were doing this to deadpool yeah he'd just be like going to get a pizza somewhere turn to the camera go Fuck, that's our one f one <laughs> and then move on or it'd be like yeah. he stubs his toe swear from it yeah and then he's like oh crap i've wasted our one f one no not even that seriously i think it's not even in reaction to anything oh. it is just to waste it is the entire joke oh, right, yeah. <laughs> for bonus points Put it as a post-credit stinger. Oh, that actually, yeah, you're right. He gets to the end of the movie and he's like, he's got a checklist. He's like, oh, f***. Anyway. <laughs> That's actually a good yeah. use of an F-bomb for Deadpool. Oh. oh, wait, we did it. I didn't think it was possible, but we found a way for Deadpool to use his one F-bomb correctly. So does anyone else have any more? F*** no. No? <laughs> you wasted hours, Eddie. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's it. We better cut quick. Right. So I love all the suggestions. Admittedly, because each movie gets one, so many of these can actually be used. And I hope that Hollywood is listening and releases new versions. But I do have a favourite. Mm -hmm. And it stood out in a very specific way. I just really love the idea of adding an F-bomb to a silent movie, so I would like to give Alex the win for Modern Times. That was very good. Thank you. Do you think you're going to win the argument with your friend with that? I hope so. I can just see the title card in my mind so well, in like the sort of like the sweaty fancy writing with the decorations around the outside. It's beautiful. The sound of the music. It's pristine. Oh, it's such a good image. The most artistic fuck. Yeah. It elevates it. It's so against what a lot of the silent movie era was about as well. It's really good. Yes. 
I just like it so much. It elevates the piece in a comedic way. It's already a comedy, but it, in a different way, changing expectations. And the prize for today's episode, Alex, you've won my swear jar, oh. which before this episode was empty. But unfortunately, I fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, your best bet is to follow us on social media. We're at Hexagorgon on Twitter, and we're Hexagorgon FB, no spaces, on Facebook. And if you'd like to support us financially, you could either donate to our Ko-Fi, which is Hexagorgon, or subscribe to us on Twitch if that's more your speed, which is Hexagorgon Live. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Well, you'll, you'll see us. Well, not see exactly. Ah, you get the idea. I'm not sure how I feel about money being a prize, but <laughs> it wasn't money beforehand. Don't worry, we completely devalued the swears in this episode due to inflation. So oh, my word, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, the price of a good fuck has really gone down today. <laughs> so what's next time's prize going to be? It needs to be a third jar in a row. The, the jar trilogy, we must yes. complete it. The jar trilogy, yeah. Um, I don't even know, what's, what's the next episode? We definitely mm. know that at this time of recording. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This won't be in. This probably won't be in. Oh, really. no, I know. Yeah, you can. Normally I like a bit of chat to fade out at some relevant point, but I yeah. think this, that might just be the end of that one. Oh, Sure, yeah. It was a good ending, unless anybody has anything they desperately want to get in. Fantastic. Sorry, fan fucking tastic. <laughs> <laughs> fan fucking four stick. Fan oh. fucking four stick. The team's all here. <laughs>